Welcome to the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. Are you over 40 and tired of struggling with your weight? Do you feel like you're constantly starting over with your nutrition and fitness? I'm Lil, a certified nutrition coach and former registered nurse, and I too have been there. At the age of 44, I decided I was done with being stuck in the vicious diet cycle. I became a nutrition coach and created the Feel Your Best formula for women who are ready to do things differently. If you're ready to build a better relationship with food, get your energy back, build muscle, lose fat, and keep it off for good, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's build your formula for feeling your best. Hey, good morning and happy Monday. I am so glad you're here listening to episode 37 of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. I'm Lil, and today I'm going to share with you something that has been absolutely life-changing for me, and I really hope it has the same impact on you that it has had on me. And you're going to be able to take action. I have a free resource for you, completely free. You're not even going to have to give me your email address or anything so that you can take action on this because that's how important it is. Now, like so many things on this podcast, I talk a lot about the changes I started making in 2021. Uh, My family was going through a rough patch, which just caused me to really look inside myself and start making some changes and start taking ownership and start acknowledging the things that weren't really working for me and make the conscious choice that I was going to do my best to live my best life. And I knew I needed to make change. And what I'm going to talk about with you today is something that came from this process. During that time, it became really clear that I needed to put my family's needs above my own. Um, We just had so much going on. And sometimes in life, you just need someone to kind of be at the helm to manage all the chaos that is going on around you. And I'm very grateful that I was able to do that. I was able to step away from my network marketing business and give my family the attention that it needed. And while this was a really, really stressful time, One thing that it taught me was I need to shift my focus from big long-term goals, which is the way that I had kind of always been operating for, you know, the previous decade or so, and instead focus on kind of shorter, smaller, more manageable goals, still having long-term goals in mind, but having these shorter goals and timeframes really just created this feeling of, I can do this. And sometimes we just need that feeling. And when things seem so far away and so long-term and like we're not, like we're looking and it feels like something is a thousand miles away and we've only moved one inch towards that goal, it can be very self-defeating. So this is what we're going to talk about today. And whether you're someone who actively plans and sets goals and you're, you know, you're very organized, or maybe you're some you're someone who I'm talking about this and you've never really thought about it. You've just kind of, you know, 
known you need to get certain things done and just kind of reacted in the moment and, you know, kind of overall what you you want out of life, but you're not really actively taking intentional steps towards these things, you know, whichever type of person you are, I hope you listen to this episode because chances are you're listening because you want something to change in your life, whether it's your health and fitness, your job, some relationships in your life. And if you want change, it is really important to be intentional. If you sit around letting life happen to you, then you're just going to kind of drift somewhere that you're being pushed by other people in life. And it's like someday you're just going to wake up and open your eyes and be like, what, what happened? Where am I? What is going on? This isn't what I wanted. And hopefully through what we're going to talk about today, because this is going to be a two-parter where today I'm going to talk about the foundational part of creating your plan for success. And then my next episode, I'm going to break it down for you even further so that you can really get an idea of how this relates to your day-to-day life. Um, Maybe you're sitting here right now and you've just recently been that person that opened your eyes and realized you kind of let life happen to you and you hadn't been paying attention and you're ready to start paying attention. And if that's you, this is your lucky day because I'm going to help you get started. Now, as I'm sitting here recording this, we're in the midst of summer and I intentionally want to discuss this now because I know many of you listening, most likely you have kids, whether, you know, they're in kindergarten, first grade, preschool, or maybe they're heading off to college. Either way, as parents, this time of year, as we get closer to the end of summer and the start of the school year, it can be a really great time of transition where you can start building a new plan, start creating new habits and routines, even more so than New Year's. And after being in the health and wellness fitness industry now for almost a decade, I know that September is just a time when people are ready to get back into a routine, start focusing back on getting their workouts in, being a little bit more intentional with their eating, start setting some new goals. So that's why we're talking about this now, because hopefully you're listening to this, you know, in August. If not, if you're listening to this in January, a few months from now, you can still use this information at any time. But I'm hoping this is going to help you set the stage so that you can just go ahead and feel confident in when you get that feeling inside of you of, okay, time to get back to a routine, time to start doing those things that I know make me feel in control. And this is my day-to-day life. Hopefully this is going to help you do just that. So a few rules before we get started. Um, Number one, do not set too many goals or make it complicated. You're just going to set yourself up for failure if you do this. Instead, let's focus on what really matters. And even if you do feel like your entire life needs an overhaul, you can't really do that. You really need to approach it one step at a time, maybe three steps at a time. So if you feel feel yourself getting overwhelmed, just dial it back and say, okay, this is too much. Let me just focus on one thing. Maybe I'm trying to focus on three. Let me just focus on one thing. Okay. Rule number two, you've got to be flexible. 
flexibility is truly the key to happiness. I cannot stress this enough. Think about it. Think about that person you know, and maybe it's you that's able to find the silver lining in almost any situation and has that agility in life where they can just reframe, be like, okay, things didn't really work out the way I thought they would. So now I'm going to head off in this direction and this is what I'm going to do. Just because I've been faced with something unexpected or undesirable doesn't mean I'm just going to give up. So be flexible because that is life. Life is going to smack you in the face when you least expect it. And if you just let it get you down and you decide that you're going to give up and, you know, that's it, this is how your life is now, then you're never going to move in a direction that's going to make you feel better about yourself. And as always, as I always say on here, if you are struggling with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, please get mental health help. Um, Simply, you know, you know, going through the process that I talk about on this podcast, using my feel your best formula, it's not going to do anything for you if you have any underlying mental health struggles. You need to go and get professional help. So be flexible, recognize when you need a little extra help, but also be that person who decides, you know what, this sucks. I wasn't expecting this, but where am I? Where do I want to go? And what the heck do I need to do to get there? So ultimately, the person who can do that is going to be happier, more successful. And those who stay rigid and are unable to shift focus and just get mad that things aren't turning out the way they want them, it's just a recipe for unhappiness. Okay, number three, stay true to yourself. When you are setting goals, make sure it's something that really speaks to you. How many times have you done something just because, you know, everyone around you was doing it or you thought it was expected of you? Maybe you pursued a career or stayed in a relationship or even wore an outfit that you knew looked terrible on you because you just thought you should and it was the expectation. So you're not, you know, when you do things that are out of alignment with who you are, with who you are inside yourself, your, your inner being, then that again is just a recipe for unhappiness and failure and just feeling lousy. So make sure that your goals truly speak to the person you are and the person that you want to be in the ways that you want to improve your life. Don't just set goals because someone else told you, oh, this is what you should do. Um, All right, we're going to dive in, but I just wanted to review those three rules so that you don't feel pressured to, you know, set goals that are in no way going to work out for you because they are just not in alignment with where you really want to go. So the entire purpose of this episode is to help you make the shift to quarterly goals as being a really great time frame to set goals, work towards them assess where you are, and then set new quarterly goals and just rinse and repeat this process versus annual goals. And I know when we set New Year's resolutions, this is very normal for people to sit down and think about their year and what they want out of their year and how they want their life to look a year for now. And 
It's very normal. And I think that's kind of the standard is often we think we should be thinking a whole year ahead of ourselves. And I'm here to tell you, if you want to build confidence and feel a satisfaction that comes with moving towards your goals and actually reaching them, then shifting to a three-month goal-setting process is life-changing. Another shift is changing your perspective on goals. I know I used to think it was best to set really big goals and focus on the outcome, but now I've shifted and I use my goals as more of a direction. I'm not as focused on the exact outcome, and instead I focus on habit goals versus outcome goals. So let me explain. So here's an example of a common outcome goal. As a nutrition coach, I will say that this is probably where most of my people start off when they tell me what they want. So many people think to themselves, I want to lose, I'm just going to use the number 20, however many pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. Insert whatever number you think you need to lose. You feel when you lose those 20 pounds, you would have finally reached your goal You're going to experience all these positive feelings once you hit that number. This is an outcome goal. You're focusing on the positive feelings that are going to occur after you reach the goal. And while you're thinking about the process that you're going to take to get there, the outcome is the most important part of the process. And your feelings of success are going to depend on you reaching that specific outcome of losing 20 pounds. So... Let's shift. Let's focus on a habit goal. Why do we want to do this? Well, because your habits and the path you take in the direction of your goals matter so much more than the outcome. Could you starve yourself, take diet pills, overexercise your way to a 20 pound weight loss? Absolutely. It would probably happen pretty quickly if you did that. But is it the best way to reach that outcome goal? What's going to happen once you get there? Did you learn anything of value along the way if you did it in this completely disordered way? Or do you end up with maybe a horrible eating disorder? You've deprived your body of nutrients and you feel like absolute garbage when you reach your goal. Instead, what if you simply set the goal to improve your nutrition, start working on your fitness, taking care of your body with the intention of ultimately letting go of some body fat, but also being open to looking beyond the scale and understanding that you're going to learn things along the way that might change what that long-term goal is. Instead of setting the outcome goal, you work to create daily and weekly habits with that long-term goal in mind. You create a daily routine that includes meeting your body's nutrient needs, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, living an overall active life, strength training, and working on decreasing stress. You may choose to just focus on one aspect for a few months, you know, just work on drinking more water, work on getting those workouts in, and then build on your habits. If you try to do all those things at once and those habits are not even remotely close to how you're currently living your life, that's going to be a recipe for disaster. Instead, build the confidence on a few habits at a time and understand that that timeline you have of losing the 20 pounds, you need to be open about being flexible when it comes to reaching that goal. This may mean that your weight loss goals are going to take longer, but building the habits you can stick with is going to pay off in the long run. After three months of working on those habits, you're going to feel so much more successful and confident rather than if you had just focused on the outcome. 
One of the most powerful outcomes I'm seeing in my one-to-one clients are the clients who are focusing on the habits and feeling so much more proud and confident, even though they have not yet even entered a fat loss phase. They have not lost one single pound, but it's totally flipped the script for them. And I think we've all heard that phrase that if you want different results, you've got to do things differently. And I'm here as a nutrition coach, and you're probably expecting me to say like, oh, they're so happy because they lost the 20 pounds. Nope. My clients that needed to work through my system, that needed to work on their relationship with food, that needed to learn how to nourish their body, and had no business starting to lose weight or lose body fat, they are just as happy right now as my clients who have lost 10, 15, 20 pounds. Those clients that were ready to lose the weight, they are very happy. My clients who were not ready to lose the weight, they are very happy because they are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And even though they haven't lost one pound yet, they are working on those habit goals in the way that they feel physically and mentally. It is priceless. But at no point when they have attempted any sort of diet in the past have they worked through these foundational habits and the mindset work that it takes to be ultimately successful in fat loss. And yes, their ultimate goal is fat loss, but we are setting the stage and we are approaching things in three-month chunks with those quarterly goals. And when they're ready for the fat loss phase, they're going to be successful at it. They're going to have built the underlying habits that are required to lose the fat and keep it off. They're going to have the extra accountability and the problem solving, troubleshooting. You know, if they start going through some self-sabotage when they get to the fat loss phase, I'm going to be right there with them to help them through it. But if they had just decided once again, the time for me to lose, you know, One wants to lose about 20 pounds, another wants to lose about 40 pounds. If they had just decided they were just going to approach it the same old way they had in the past by restricting their food and thinking in a restrictive way and not working on these other things, what's going to happen? They're going to start doing all those things again, and it's going to be the same vicious cycle, and they're going to end up right back where they are. And this is why I require a minimum of a three-month commitment from my one-to-one clients. And I'm sorry to tell you this, but the hard truth is you probably have a lot to unpack from years of diet culture and your own experiences with chasing weight loss. Every single one of my one-to-one clients is someone who always worked out, dieted, restricted when they felt like they needed to lose a few pounds, but overall they felt pretty fit and in shape and working out and eating healthy is just part of who they are and who they always have been. But then life hit in their 40s and boom, all those things that used to work for them, you know, they're exhausting. They don't work for the long term and it doesn't feel good when you're living that way. And honestly, it's because so much of what we are all taught from growing up in the 90s and beyond about nutrition and fitness does not serve us well as we age. I'm getting a little off topic here, but bottom line, you've got to build a foundation of habits because that is the key to creating an outcome you truly feel proud of. 
And yes, can you reach that outcome goal in many variety of ways? Of course, but if you are going to do it in a way that is unsustainable, not good for you, and ultimately is just going to leave you back in the same place you were because you haven't learned anything new along the way, then why do you want to approach it that way? Instead of focusing on the outcome, focus on learning habits that make the process enjoyable. And usually that means that it might take you a little bit longer to reach your goals because you're really taking the time to look at what you're doing, decide, is this something I can do? you know, not just for this short term trip towards my goal, but after I reach my goal, can I continue to do this? Because newsflash, what got what gets you to your goal is also going to be part of the formula for maintaining your goal. So starving yourself, going crazy with exercise, obsessing over things. Is that how you're going to be able to live your life for the next few decades? Or instead, can you build really healthy habits, build a lifestyle that gets you to your goal, and you know, this is the way that I can live after I reach my goal so that I can maintain it. So setting quarterly goals can really help you get an idea of what your timeline is really going to look like. Instead of just setting an arbitrary number saying, oh, in a year, this is how many pounds I want to lose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And ultimately, you may realize that even putting a one-year timeline on your goals isn't even long enough. A one year sounds like a long time, but a lot of things take even longer than that. And by dividing it up into your quarterly chunks of time, it can be a game changer. You know, what do they say? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So what does this mean for you? I think now would be a really great time for you to sit down and start working on your quarterly goals. You know, as we get closer to September, you could even just kind of, you know, stretch it out a little and think by the end of the year, what do I want my what do I what changes do I want in my life that will look a little different than how things are right now. So, I've included a free quarterly planner worksheet to help you get started. You're going to find that in the show notes. You've got to click the link here to get to my show notes and you're going to see the link there for this free worksheet PDF that you can download and just click download and you can get started. I highly recommend you use this and combine it with whatever you're already using for your planner and to-do list and start taking ownership of just looking, you know, about 12 weeks ahead, start making some small changes and know that you're working towards a larger goal. Okay, so that's it for this week's episode on building your plan for success. We're starting with this concept of setting quarterly goals rather than annual goals because that is where it's at. If you want to build your plan for success, this is the best starting point. So stay tuned for part two next week where I'll break it down for you even further. And so you're going to get an exact plan for what your day-to-day life is look like as you work towards your quarterly goals. 
goals. Okay, that's it for today's episode. A little bit of a shorter one, but I wanted to break it down for you into manageable chunks. Okay, I will see you back here on Monday. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. If you enjoyed the information and discussion we had here today, then make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you're serious about making changes with your nutrition and fitness, then you definitely want to join my weekly newsletter list as well. You can find the link below and more information in the episode details. That's all for today, and we will see you back here next week for a new episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast.